the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Healing Word Program is a ministry of the Largo Community Church, where Christ is honored and people are loved. You're invited to join us in worship via live streaming this Sunday morning at either 9 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Visit LargoCC.org and click on Watch Live. God takes His name, Yahweh, Sometimes we refer to it as Jehovah, and he takes his name Repha, and he combines those names and makes it a compound name, Yahweh Repha, meaning Yahweh, your physician. Now, God is making a promise here to us, and if we will believe the promise, stand on the promise, accept the promise, the blessing of God will come to us. Welcome to The Healing Word, a radio ministry of the Largo Community Church. Here's Pastor Jack Morris with today's message that will grow your faith in God and lead you to a closer walk with Jesus. Divine healing. The word divine simply means proceeding directly from God. Let me say it again. Oh, I like to hear those Bible pages turning because I know you're in the Word, and now the Word is going to get in you, and when the Word gets in you, Jesus gets in you, and faith becomes strong within you. Divine, proceeding directly from the Father. Now, when I say divine healing, that means healing proceeding directly from God. Does God heal? Yes. He heals in many ways. He heals through love, through compassion, through medicine, through nature, but he also heals directly in answer to prayer. And we're going to look at some of God's doing. May it build faith in our hearts, and may it help us to believe and receive. Does God heal? Yes. Does God always heal in every situation? No. We have to bear in mind, keep in mind, that we are living under the curse of Adam. We have sinned. There are thorns and thistles on the earth. There are, there are situations that exist all because of sin. And this sin, this curse is someday going to be lifted, but it is not lifted yet. It is still here. Now, quickly, I want to point out that divine healing is a gift from our God. God said to Adam, in the day you eat thereof, you shall surely die. Adam ate, he died a spiritual death. He was separated from God. You can't sin and have fellowship with God. God will not have fellowship, nor will he touch, nor will he come in contact with the unclean, and sin is unclean. He said, when you, God said to Adam, when you eat, you're going to die. He died a spiritual death. God left him. Eventually, he lived so many years, and then he died a physical death. So we're all going to die, and there no doubt will be some type of sickness that will come into our life that God will not heal us of, and that sickness will serve his purpose in causing us to leave this world and to go into the next world. 
in Hezekiah, Hezekiah in Isaiah 38, verse 9, the prophet said, Isaiah, in the days was Hezekiah sick unto death. He had a sickness that was going to bring him death. Although God healed him, yet he got sick again and he died. Then Jesus said in John 11:4, this sickness is not unto death. So sickness also serves the purpose of God. Some sickness brings death. Some sickness we'll pray and believe and God will bring healing. But even when God brings healing, it's only temporary because you're still going to die. I was talking to Pastor Blair the other day, and many of you told me you're praying for him. He's 89 years old. He's very ill. He wants to live. Uh, he, he's 89. He can't live very much longer. His time is, is quickly running out. But he said to me over the phone with a very strong voice, thanking me for all the people who are praying for him, his voice is now coming back, and he said, I'm going to live. I'm not going to die. So bless his dear heart, he was to going to go to Fiji and be part of the conference there and help me do the, the teaching in the pastor's conference the first few days. But he's not going to be able to go, obviously. But God does heal, doesn't he? He does heal. Now, divine healing is a promise from the Lord. I want you to look at the screen, and I want you to read these words from Exodus 15, uh, Verse 26, read these words. I am the Lord who heals you. You know that I have had a cough for a long time. Actually, that cough lasted 26 months. Nearly every night, I was out of bed for an hour to two hours coughing until I would break out in perspiration. My hair was all wet. Uh, my clothes were wet. And I was just, then the next day, I was just exhausted. That went on month after month. Now, I must, have a, must be a strong man to be able to make it all of that time. But I kept praying. But I also kept going to physicians. And uh, matter of fact, I went to eight. I was praying. I said, dear Lord, what, what's going to happen? You know, I'm, I, I need healing. I need help. And I, I've been saying that for 26 months. And while praying, that verse of Scripture came across, I saw it in my mind, I am the Lord who heals. That came to me so forcefully. I saw it. I read it while I was on my face before the Lord in prayer. And from that moment on, my voice started coming back. I'm sleeping the nights through. I'm not coughing anymore. Now, I don't know why it took 26 months, but it did. It took all of that time. The other day, I was down at Dr. Beale's office where uh, Francis is the administrator, and uh, Dr. Beale's been a friend of mine for many years. Actually, he spoke in the pulpit one time over when we were over in the chapel. He's been a dear friend. And uh, he, he had pumped more medicine and more IVs into me. It's a wonder I'm not that big around right now. And this is the woman that keeps sticking me, sticking me. <laughs> she loves that job. I mean... <laughs> And putting those bags of IVs in me, uh, vitamin C, and I don't know what else, uh, all of the, the medication. And um, I mentioned to Dr. Beals, I said, Dr. Beals, uh, I was praying, and the Lord touched me, and the verse of Scripture, it just came into my mind, I am the Lord that healeth thee. 
That was the King James Version. God knows I'm more acquainted with that because from childhood and younger days, so God uses the King James on me very often. I'm with you into the NIV now, but that King James just came, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Well, Dr. Beals turned and his mouth dropped open and his eyes were big and he said, wow. And he said, did he tell you what I gave you that made you well? <laughs> Don't take the credit, Dr. Beals. <laughs> I said, no, he didn't. He said, well, the next time he talks to you like that, ask him what it is that made you well. I said, well, maybe he'll tell you and not me. So now, I am the Lord, Yahweh, who heals Rapha. Yahweh means the supreme one, the existing one, the master and Lord of all. Rapha means heals or physician, restores the health. Literally, it means I am Yahweh, your physician. Now, why would God tell me that and tell you that and put that in his word if he didn't mean it, that he was going to heal? That is exactly the literal pronunciation and the, the, the word Yahweh, your physician. Notice what God did. Now, notice this. God takes his name, Yahweh. Sometimes we refer to it as Jehovah. And he takes his name, Repha, and he combines those names and makes it a compound name, Yahweh Repha, meaning Yahweh, your physician. Now, God is making a promise here to us, and if we will believe the promise, stand on the promise, accept the promise, the blessing of God will come to us. God healed in the Old Testament. He healed perhaps the very first healing in answer to prayer was when Abraham prayed for Elimelech and his wife who were barren and didn't have children. And uh, now there was healings before, but this was a, a prayer that a person prayed for another person. And uh, God blessed and healing came and they had children. Then there was Naaman who dipped in the river Jordan seven times. And then Elijah and Elisha and many others. There were a number of healings in the Old, Test in the Old Testament and also in the New Testament. Now, divine healing fulfills a prophecy. And I want you to look at the screen and read this. Read it together. Surely he took our infirmities and carried our sorrows, yet we did him stricken by God, smitten by him, and afflicted. But he was pierced for our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him, and by his wounds we are healed. We all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each one of us has turned to his own way, and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. Now, these verses largely deal with sin and deliverance from sin and forgiveness from sin, but these verses also talks to us about healing, divine healing, healing that proceeds directly from God. All we like, no, before that, and by his wounds we are healed. Now that was a prophecy. Now in the New Testament, we're going to turn to Matthew chapter 8, 16 and see the fulfillment of that Old Testament prophets. Read it with me. When evening came, many who were demon-possessed were brought to him and he drove out the spirits with a word and healed all the sick. This was to fill what was spoken through the prophet Isaiah. 
He took up our infirmities and carried our sicknesses and diseases. Now, the prophecy came in Isaiah. The fulfillment began to happen in Matthew by the very words of the Lord Jesus Christ. Exodus 15, 26. He said, If you listen carefully to the voice of the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Now, put up the words that you just had there. Listen carefully. Say those words. Now, notice what the scripture says again in verse 26. We just read it. If you listen carefully, we must listen to the word of God. We must have our ears and hearts open to the word of God so that the word of God can come in. You know and I know without saying we are not good listeners, are we? This man amens me. We are not good listeners, are we? No, we, we're really not. We're not good listeners. We do not focus attention. You see, one of the reasons, and it's not altogether our fault, but we can work at it and change the situation. We're not good listeners because we are bombarded with so many messages all day long. Our mind has a difficult time filtering out the unwanted messages. We're getting messages when we want them and when we don't want them. Some of those messages we want, some we don't want, but our mind has a difficult time and our mind is constantly working throughout the day to filter out the unwanted. Every waking moment, a message is coming. Every waking moment, it seems like someone's wanting our attention. Our brains are being, listen, our brains are being abused by overstimulation. We're just hearing it and hearing it, and, and our minds are having a difficult time to uh, assimilate, and some of that we're hearing, we're assimilating it, only to find out, I didn't want to assimilate that. I didn't want to take that in at all. Our brains are being abused by overstimulation, and our attention buttons are being pushed too fast too often. So this is why there is a difficult time in growing faith in our hearts today because of all of these messages, all of this overstimulation, all of the people wanting our attention, and to cause ourselves to, to settle down for just a moment, to listen now to the voice of God, it becomes a difficult task. You see, one of the big causes is the Internet. It has opened to us a door of continuous, relentless stimulation brain stimulation. There are cell phones, video games, digital music players, personal computers, cable satellites, TV and radio, and it just goes on and on. Now notice, he said, what's the next word? If you listen carefully, you're going to have to, but if you do, your faith will be built, you will be in a position to ask God and to pray the prayer of faith, but if you don't, notice, if if, if, that's a big word, isn't it? If you listen carefully. Listen carefully. The second thing, do what is right. Say those words. Do what is right. Okay, now not only do we have to listen, we have to do what we're listening to. I mean, we can listen to the Word of God and there is no change in our lives so very often. 
Uh, we must not only be hearers or listeners of the word, but we must listen and say, look, God, you're going to speak to me today. The pastor has a prophetic message. I want to know how this is going to change my life, how, how I'm going to behave and think and, and feel differently when I leave the church today. You've got to talk sincerely, intentionally to God and listen and listen carefully. Only if you do will you get the blessing of faith and grow in faith and in your ability to pray but if you don't you remain the same your faith remains weak and these things that you may be praying for aren't happening because the word of god hasn't come in you have to listen and you have to do what is right you have to do that because god only will bless those who are right or who are righteous now the next one is pay attention say those words this is a condition of being ready. This is, and, and I'm, I'm so concerned uh, about being ready. We, 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 can't, we, we can't move into the realm of the spirit when we have lived in the realm of the secular and the mundane and the material all week, line and all week long, and then all of a sudden we run in here, bang, we get in the spirit. It doesn't work that way. Many of us come in in the flesh, we leave in the flesh. We just don't, it just doesn't connect right. It, it just doesn't connect at all. But it says, pay attention. Now, simply, this means like a, a, a sergeant speaks to a buck private and say, tension, shoulders up, chest out, belly in. <laughs> You've got to be eye-to-eye -eye contact with Jesus and with the Word. Oh, yeah. This is the only way it's going to happen. One day, uh, one of these privates from up in the part of, I'll say, my part of the country, up in western Pennsylvania, I'll say. He just, he didn't want to be in the army at all, but he was drafted, and they, they just took his uniform, and he walked by, you know, the assembly line, they just threw the uniforms at these guys, and he put on a uniform, and he's walking down the street, and he passed a colonel. And just as he passed the colonel, the, the colonel turned around and, and stopped and, and called to him and said, Private! Private, are you, you talking to me? He said... Yes, I'm talking to you. He said, didn't you see this uniform? And the private said, don't sweat it, buddy. Look what they gave me. <laughs> so, 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 now I've, see, I should be hurrying along in my message, not, not doing this stuff. But that's exactly what it means. Pay attention. Now, it's difficult to pay attention because of all this overstimulation of our mind, and the brain does not hold thoughts uh, very long. The brain continually, when you're hearing a sermon, you can't help it. I can't help it either. None of us can really help it unless we uh, intentionally begin to discipline our brain. The brain is only turned on a matter of seconds, sometimes a minute, maybe a minute and a half, and then it'll jump to something else. And it may only jump to something else very quickly, and then it'll jump right back again. All, all, all the time that's going on, your brain goes, your thoughts will go to something else. Home, afternoon, cars up on the Enterprise Road, people sitting next to you, your brain will just go off somewhere. It'll be like a, a quick, instant daydream. In and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. The devil is doing everything to stop the seed from taking root in your life and bringing forth fruit uh, 150, 40-fold, 30-fold for his glory and his honor. Now, when healing takes place, now notice that, the kingdom of God is both present and future. We're still living under the curse, thorns and thistles, 
sickness and death. It's still here. There is a time coming in the future where we'll eat of the tree of life and live forever, but not now. But when healing comes, when answer to prayer comes, it is that future kingdom of God that is breaking in to the present. God somehow breaks in to your present situation, your present life, where you're living, what you're experiencing in your body, in your family, in your finances. It's the kingdom of God breaking into the present. Now, what we're getting when we get an answer to prayer is only a little foretaste of what we're going to have forever and ever, world without end, when the Lord Jesus comes. So now, here's how to receive it. Let's go through it very quickly now. Listen. Say the word listen. I've already spoken to you about that because we're being so overly stimulated by all kinds of messages, so we need to listen. It says in, in, in uh, Psalms 46, verse 10, Be still, say that with me, Be still. And, know and know that I am God. Now, we sang that a moment ago. It says, be still. Now, what that, that means simply is this to quiet the mind from all distractions. That's all that means. Someone says, oh, I, I, you know, I want to sing, I want to be happy, I want to clap, you know, I want to shout. Sure, I do too. That's wonderful. That is not what this is saying. This is not meaning you have to stop all of that. That what it is saying, you've got to get your mind quiet before God so you can hear what God is saying. God is saying, but there is so much other coming in that you have to turn around to everything and say, hold it just a minute, be quiet. Will you be, will you be quiet just a moment? Somebody's on the phone, you know, I, I want to listen. Now, that's what it is with God. God is speaking to us. And he said, now be still, still everything else so you can hear what is thus saith the Lord. You can't hear God and hear everything else all at the same time. But you cannot, listen to me, friend, you cannot just say, you know, God promised me healing and I'm going to pray for it. God, give me healing. I claim it, I claim it, I claim it. Hey, it's not going to work that way. You've got to bring yourself down before God. Quiet your soul before God. You, you can't be out there running and, and just going, 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 working, working, signing contracts, working out deals, working, working, and then just run into the power of God and say, God, catch me while I'm on the run. <laughs> no, you're, you're way ahead and God's way back here and God's seeing you go over the horizon somewhere. Now, we're always in a hurry, but God says, be still. Just shut up, stop, turn off, calm down. No wonder children today have ADHD. There's a lot of people. What is that hypertension disorder? And, and there, there's more of that today in our children uh, than, than ever before. And, and we're, we're, we're just making them because we are insisting that they, they watch this, they hear this, they learn that, and keep them going, keep them going. Keep, friend, you need to say to your child, look, we're not going to do it, the homework, until after we pray. We're only going to pray a two- or three-minute prayer to keep their attention. We're not going to watch television until we have to this two- or three-minute family prayer. Friend, you're going to have to do it. Your children can't do it. They're not going to do it. Why should they do it when mom and dad aren't doing it and telling them to do it? Friends, it's time to be still. And when we are still, you will know, you will personally experience answer to prayer in your life, and the kingdom of God that is coming will already come into the presence, and you will receive divine intervention like you've never had it before.
We hope that today's message has been a blessing and has strengthened your faith in God. But before we go, here is Pastor Jack Morris. Thanks for listening to The Healing Word on WAVA Monday through Friday, coming to you from the Largo Community Church, Mitchellville, Maryland. The Largo Community Church is a Bible-believing church. You're invited to come and worship with us. Each Sunday morning, we have two great, wonderful worship services, 9 o'clock, 11 o'clock. I can assure you, you will hear the Word of God. We're located at 1701 Enterprise Road in Mitchellville, Maryland. That's also South Bowie. Check out our website. That's largocc.org. May the Word of God you hear on this program bring healing and wholeness to your life. Spiritual healing, emotional healing, physical healing. In Psalm 107, verse 20, He sent His Word and healed them. We appreciate your prayers and your financial gifts for the support of this ministry. Friend, Jesus loves you, and we love you too. I'm Pastor Jack Morris. Will you consider partnering with Pastor Morris today by praying for the ministry and consider sending a gift to help us in reaching those who are struggling with life's challenges and need hope for tomorrow? You can make your tax-deductible donation in a matter of minutes by visiting our website, largocc.org. Click on the Healing Word and follow the Donations tab to complete your support of this vital ministry. You can also mail a check made out to The Healing Word to 1701 Enterprise Road in Bowie, Maryland, 20721. Be sure to tune in tomorrow at this same time for another edition of The Healing Word. Until tomorrow, blessings on you. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.